The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, a report by the Mental Health Commission into the Child and Adolescent Mental Health Service, CAMS, has been uh, released today. Full details will emerge as we go through the day. Uh, But it's uh, pretty devastating when you look at some of the things they say. Long waiting lists, a lack of capacity to provide appropriate therapeutic interventions, lack of emergency services, lack of -of out-of-hours services, difficulties in accessing primary care, disability services, the absence of certain monitoring Med, uh, of monitoring certain medications, a lack of governance in some areas, which is contributing to inefficient and unsafe CAMs, no ring fence budget for CAMs, which must compete with other mental health services for resources, the digital infrastructure within CAMs non existent, apart from the use of Excel spreadsheets and Word documents. Most services don't even have an IT system that manages appointments or maintains clinical files. Often, paper based clinical files were disordered, incomplete sometimes illegible, with little logic to the filing of documents within them. Some contained loose pages, which was, of course, a risk to the confidentiality of uh, records. Uh, Internationally, in comparison with other countries, these digital systems in those countries have been up and running for years and we simply don't have them. The vast majority of CAMS teams were significantly below recommended staffing levels, some below 50% of recommended staff. So you can see major problems, major problems in CAMS. I'm joined by Ken Kilbride, uh, CEO of ADHD Ireland. Ken, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? Thanks for having us on. I've outlined some of uh, the findings. I haven't got my hands on the report in full yet. I don't think it'll be available in total, maybe until 12 o'clock. But it's a pretty uh, disastrous scenario. What we're doing here is we're following on from the interim report, which was published in January of this year. Um, and the interim report, I mean, the Taoiseach actually went on the record and said he found it deeply regrettable. He was beyond comprehension and so wrong. Um, so we're not expecting the, the full report, which is coming out at noon today, uh, to be any less in the severity um, of the criticism of the CAM system. Um, where we're obviously looking at it from is, you know, you know, can we get it right for the children <clears throat> with mental health conditions in this country going forward? Now, uh, you know, this is such a, I suppose, a disastrous report from the point of view of the CAM service. It's hard to know where to staff to start. I mean, staffing, first of all, there's a shortage of staff. Why do you think that is so? What is so unattractive about working for CAMs? It's not that it's where it's unattractive. Um, the, the challenge is, <clears throat> and you know, this has been going back a number of years. Um, and you know, the governments, when the Maskey report came out last year on the CAM service, and then we had the interim report from the MHC. You know, the Taoiseach at both times came out and you know uh, criticised the service, and we needed to do better. Um, but you know, we've been saying since about two thousand and eight that there's been a lack of uh, funding in the CAM service. Um, and there's been this, you know, lack of ability to recruit staff into the service. But, you know, we have to say, and to be honest about it, you know, um, there is that lack of, but, you know, the service and the people that are working there are doing tremendous work. And, um, you know, they're, they're doing as many appointments as they can. You know, we know that people working overtime not getting paid for it. You know, there's a lot of people going the extra mile. But we need to get, to, you know, to full staff so that people can get the full range of services. Um, and that is one of the challenges, you know, particularly for people with ADHD, in that, you know, that um, they go in, they get assessed. Uh, but then we ask, you know, the primary um, thing that they recommended is medication. If you don't want medication, they can be said, look, well, thank you very much. We can't offer you anything else. We'll take you off the waiting list. 
Um, and that's just not good enough because, you know, there is other treatment that should be made for all children with mental health conditions. Yeah. Now, if you look at the country as a whole, is there an availability of uh, an equivalent service privately? I mean, could the state be buying up, uh, like in the uh, treatment purchase scheme, buying up care elsewhere to try and shorten the waiting list and to, to get children the urgent care they need? No. Um, again, one of the things about um, ADHD in particular um, is that, you know, um, when you look at it as part of the other neurodevelopmental conditions like autism, dyslexia, dyspraxia, um, for ADHD there is medication. But in terms of the medication, you need a psychiatrist. Um, so again, when you look at, you know, we have a list on our website of, you know, clinicians around Ireland that are doing assessment for children with ADHD. We only have one psychiatrist in Ireland. Only um, so one? Again, they have a long waiting list, yeah. So okay. you can't even get done privately in Ireland. Uh, situation is much the same in the UK. All right. Well, uh, th- this report obviously outlines the problem, whether or not uh, there is in the recommendations section of that report uh, an action plan that can be implemented. I mean, you can be aspirational without having the, the resources to, to implement. Uh, Anne, who's a parent from Families for the Reform of CAMS, is on the line as well. Anne, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Thank you very much for the time to highlight this. I suspect you're not surprised by the findings of this report. Unfortunately, no. It uh, mirrors my personal experience with CAMS, unfortunately. And it it, it defies logic how it's continuing, um, even though the government have been made aware of the situations in Kerry. It's happening in other CAMS. And I personally emailed the Taoiseach's office in June 2022, highlighting my personal situation, having had to present to the emergency department and have no CAM psychiatrist come to check us out. Um, We had to sit there for a number of hours and leave because nobody was coming to us and the CAM psychiatrists were not contactable by the emergency department staff. And, you know, ironically, uh, I think it was three months later, uh, I was forward a uh, standard response that the Taoiseach's office received from the HSE. And, you know, they, you see, the problem with CAMS, they, they always try and pass the book with, if you fear for the safety of your child, present to the emergency department. And, and what, what happens when you them. do? If, if when, you do go to the emergency department with a child uh, because you fear for that child's safety, what happens in the ED? Well, from my personal experience, nothing. Um, but I am aware of people that if the child has physical injuries, they will treat the physical injuries. And the child is put on a ward until a psychiatrist will see them. They're then discharged into the outpatient's care. I am personally aware of a situation where a child went in with attempted suicide. She was discharged to the outpatient's care of CAMS and five months later, still awaiting an appointment to see them. Now, personally, I've been dealing with CAMS since 2018, and um, it took four years before we were assigned a social worker um, who has been great to have a point of contact. Mm -hmm. But we were regularly ringing, um, you know, three, four days in a row, ringing several times, harassing the receptionist for somebody to ring me back. And, you know, it's it just, they have not enough staff 
which is the number one thing. And like what um, Ken said, the staff that are there are trying. You know, they are trying, but there's not enough of them. And my personal experience that we went on medication, um, which was not an easy decision. And like Ken said, if if you're not accepting medication, there's very little they will do yeah. for you. Now, my situation is um, my child's autistic as well. And this is a problem CAMS try not to deal with autistic children. And they believe that that service should be um, given by uh, community CDNT, mm-hmm. Children's Disability Network teams. So, you know, in one sense, we're lucky to have been accepted by CAMS. But we were put on medication, 18 months of no monitoring, no services, no appointments and no checking up. And it's when I came to the point that the medication's not working, our situation was getting worse and my child was really struggling. So I had to start harassing hands again, looking for um, an appointment to change medication. We were eventually after a number of weeks assigned a psychiatrist who agreed to change the medication, then left the service and we were left in limbo. High and dry again. Weaning from one mm. strong medication onto another. Yeah, I was going to and make that remark that these medications are powerful uh, chemicals and, and you'd imagine, unlike a, a simple thing like a cough bottle or whatever, which might not need to be monitored, with these medications, uh, psychiatric medications, you really have to keep a close eye on them. Yep, and, and look, Pat... I highlighted our personal situation last year to representatives and since then, um, I suppose in the immediate aftermath, we got a better service from CAMS, but even now still, uh, we were supposed to have a review appointment at the end of May, start of June, and I still haven't had one. Uh, it's up to me to self-monitor the weaning dosage. I tried to wean off the medication. Things weren't working out so well. We had to go back on the medication. I have rang and made them aware of this situation, and there's nobody following up with us. Now, clearly, it's a question of resources, isn't it? That if they don't have the staff, I mean, the number of uh, inpatient beds that were um, cut and the reason simply being there's no point in having a bed if you don't have the medical staff to supervise that bed. Um, So it all does come back down to resources. I would suspect that the money could be made available. We seem to be awash with funds. But you can't, you know, magic up these very qualified staff out of nothing. They have to be educated and trained. Yes, it's a very sad situation that this is a reality for my family and numerous other families across the country. Um, So just to say, Pat, the the Families for Reform of uh, CAMS.com is is a website where people could go and get additional information, but also they have a a petition on um, change.org. We're trying to look for reform of CAMS. So if if anybody was able to add their name to the petition, it might help us gain momentum. And we're just trying to raise awareness. There's so many people, unfortunately, no more than myself, until you're actually thrown into this situation, you have no awareness how bad the mental health system is for children in this country. And thank you very much uh, for joining us. Anne is a parent from Families for the Reform of CAMS. And before that, we heard from Ken Kilbride, CEO of ADHD Ireland.
Um, there are all sorts of uh, findings. Uh, I've mentioned uh, many of them. Lack of clinical leadership at uh, as the CHO and national level with each team doing what they think is best and not according to standards and guidelines. Lack of central planning to provide child-centred care, even though there is an agreed policy. Gaps in governance, both at corporate and clinical level. Poor risk identification and management with serious risks unidentified and poor or no response when there finally is an identification of uh, these problems. And uh, so much more. As I say, we'll probably be uh, hearing much about this on various programmes throughout the day. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.